What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined today again by my brother, Josh Primo. How are you say, sir? I am good. I am good, sir. That didn't sound like you were too ecstatic about me. Um, Moving on. To work and... on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, in my defense, like I told you before we started recording, this is like my fifth recording today. So I'm a little, a little tired. Oh, you poor thing. I know, right? Oh, God, I hate for you to sit there and just talk all day. There's <laughs> <laughs> so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> so here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review movies, obviously. We review movies from your favorite franchises, favorite genres, newly released movies. You name it, we review it. And uh, yeah, we usually do at least two, but over the last few weeks, been doing more than two. So I guess I can stop saying we do two movies a week because we do more than that. But uh, today we were reviewing a movie that's been out for a few years called Don't Breathe. I was originally planning on reviewing this by myself. Uh, somehow, I, I'm going to be surprised. I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of surprised that you decided to watch this. I'm not going to lie. I only watched it for one reason, and then I was like, ah, it was a good movie. So If you'd have never told me about one part, I probably would never watch this movie. And we will get into that moment in just a minute, because apparently Josh is like, oh, no, I, I have to see this part. I have to fucking see it. And uh, you know, so I don't yeah. really ever watch scary movies, so yeah. But it wasn't but we'll get into that in a second. We'll get into that in a second. This is Don't Breathe. Uh, and if you like what we do here, you go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier. You can support us in any of those tiers. You get a number of different exclusive Patreon stuff, such as early content, uh, uncut, unrated content. You get two additional podcasts on top of that. Just a whole bunch of different stuff. So go to patreon.com slash two game. And then shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do this without y'all. So thank you so much. That's enough of that. Let's jump into this review. Don't breathe. I'll go through the plot, the fun facts, and then we will start talking about how I got you to watch this movie originally. All right. So don't breathe. Hoping to walk away with a massive fortune, a trio of thieves break into the house of a blind man who isn't as helpless as he seems. This movie was directed by Fidi Fede Alvarez. I have no idea. Apparently, the only other movie that he's directed is the remake of The Evil Dead that came out, I want to say like seven years ago, something like that. Uh, he, he read that one. This movie had a budget of... $9.9 million, not $10 million, $9.9 million, according to IMDb. It made worldwide $158 million. That's a pretty good uh, return on investment, I have to say so myself. Yeah, I mean, that that's a pretty big... I just don't remember this being in the theaters, but, I mean, hell, that, that was a long time ago, too. I remember this coming out and everybody being like, hey, that's actually a really good movie. And I, I was thinking about the the story behind it, a blind man, you know, going off on these kids. And I was like, I don't know if that's something I want to watch. And it's been in my watch list for a very long time. Actually, 
true story. Somehow, because you watched this through my Voodoo account, I don't know how that got on my Voodoo account, if we're being completely honest. I did not buy it. I'm, I don't know if like I bought another movie and they gave me that movie for free and they just added it. But one day I just, it just showed up on my video account. I have no idea why I even got there. So if it wasn't for that, I'm not even sure I would have even watched it up to this point. It stars Stephen Lang, Jane Levy, Dylan Minnette, and Daniel Zavato. It has a runtime of one hour and 28 minutes. And it was released on August 26, 2016. Time for some fun facts. Stephen Lang wore uh, contact lenses that greatly restricted his vision in low light. The other actors, especially in the scene taking place in the dark, wore lenses that made them look like they had dilated pupils, but also greatly restricted their vision. Exterior shots of the house were filmed in Detroit while the interior shots were filmed in Hungary near Budapest. I'm curious to know why they decided to film in Budapest and Detroit. Why didn't they just film all of it in Detroit or Budapest? I've never heard of Budapest being a uh, popular movie spot. I mean, Me neither. When you look at the house inside, you think, hey, that kind of looks a little European-like. I, I get that vibe from it. And the exterior shots definitely gives you the Detroit feel, but I'm just curious as to why they, why they decided to do two different locations for that. I don't, I, I don't know. Why yeah, did you just find you that? that the uh, air conditioner vents were very odd for the Detroit yes. area. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. It just, I don't know. You think you would find a, you would find the perfect house over here, and just film everything over here. But yeah, I mean, but hell, they might have. You know how Detroit is. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the combination to the blind man safe, which is 2978, is actually the, the director's uh, birthday, February 9th, 1978. Just BT dubs. Oh, if is, you're if is. you're ever on uh, Jeopardy, or not Jeopardy, or anything like that. That is Stephen, interesting, sir. Uh, right? Huh. You know, this isn't actually, this is not the first movie that I've reviewed that the director's birthday has come up at some point in the fun facts. Like, I haven't mentioned them in the fun facts because I just didn't care to write them. Uh, but it, apparently it's this thing that directors always do. They put their birthdays in these movies. Well, uh, Stephen, I'll go with it. Right. Stephen Lang only has about 13 lines of dialogue in the whole movie, most of which come near the end of the movie. Speaking just on that real quick, I have to say, Stephen Lang, when he speaks in this movie, is like the creepiest shit ever. Yeah, you know, you were talking about the contact lenses, and they show a, a picture of his, you know, a shot where you can see the, his eyes real good, and man, that was a good, that looked freaky. <laughs> right? That combined with with his uh, voice, God, that voice just creeps me the fuck out. Yeah, you want to know interesting fact about Stephen Lang, sir, when he had a big role in Tombstone that we'll be reviewing soon. Ooh, did not know this. Did not know this. I'm trying to think of the other movies that Stephen Lang has even been in. I know he was in Avatar, uh, but I don't know of any off the top of my head that he's been in. This one is by far my favorite, I think, up to this point that I can remember with him in it. I didn't even realize that was him in it until I looked up uh, the movie on Google, and I was like, well, I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. 
So this last fun fact is going to lead into why I got Josh to uh, to watch this movie to begin with. So earlier, Josh and I were on the phone, and I don't even know how we even came into the discussion of talking about this, but it got brought up. And we don't want to uh, convict ourselves of any crimes with the wives, so we will keep that part uh, private. <laughs> I was talking about splitting the atom. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking like I was trying to save the world. <laughs> so there's a turkey baster in this movie. Okay. The contents of said turkey baster are the same contents of semen that the X-rated film industry would use for for cum shots. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> <fucking movie. laughs> <laughs> this guy starts out with semen and ends with a cum shot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I <laughs> uh, I don't know how I can say that fun fact without just mentioning without ever saying cum shot. <laughs> I don't know with food. <laughs> uh, well, too late. I can't say it now. But it's the exact same contents as the X film, X rated film industry, according to the director. Now, if you're wondering why there's a turkey baster of splooge in this movie uh, well that might get into uh, spoiler territory so just real quick josh do you recommend this movie to people definitely uh especially if you're a person that doesn't get into the uh scary movie horror side uh, of the genres because i don't watch very many but i found that this one to be pretty pretty damn good yeah uh, I was kind of surprised you liked it, to be honest with you. I, I really enjoyed it. It it's got a lot of suspense, and it really gets your heart moving at several points during the movie. Uh, so I highly recommend you go watch it. Now, cutting the spoilers. So this is your final warning. Spoilers from here on out. Speaking of said turkey baster, so the blind man has a girl. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trapped in her in his basement. Uh, she's tied up. And apparently he loses his daughter uh, years before to a drunk driving incident or something like that. And this girl that's in his basement is the person that killed his daughter. So his whole thing was she took his daughter from him. So he thinks she should give him another child. So he has like splooge like saved up or some shit. And then he heats it up. I don't know how scientifically accurate that is, but apparently... He heats it up, and then he gets a turkey baster, and then, yeah, he uh, he tries to insert said turkey baster into a girl to impregnate her. <laughs> 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 when, when I say it out loud, I'm like, this movie sounds fucking crazy. Now that you say it, I'm like, I can't believe we were tricked into watching that over there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm in my head, I'm like, how did they ever come up with that shit in their head? And I can't say it without laughing. But let's not jump over the elephant in the room. That dude had a big old can of nut that he had saved. I mean, how much <laughs> right. time did it take to get that saved up, sir? <laughs> right? Like, you just saved it up. Like, I, did he freeze it? I'm assuming it looked like it was frozen to me. Uh, and then he just heats it up. I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't know how scientifically accurate this is in uh, impregnating somebody. 
But, but did you notice there was hair in the in the jizz? Uh, yes. When it was yes. <laughs> I was like, "Hello, infection." <laughs> and I don't know what made me realize there was hair in that. Of all things, I was like, "No, what the hell?" I, I no, at first I was like, "What the fuck is he heating up?" And then, like, it doesn't say it in the very beginning when he's when he's heating it up. And then you're like, "That fluid kind of looks weird." <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> like someone that was sick <laughs> like, like maybe he splooged on like uh when he had the flu or something <laughs> he was <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't say it you don't know what it is when it first happens and then he puts in the turkey baster and then he's all like i'm gonna get me a daughter i'm like that dude fucking saved up his jizz. What the fuck? No, man, it was out there. That was and then out I saw there, the hair. Sir. I saw the hair, and I was like, oh, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, it makes me wonder what the significance of the hair in it. Cause it had to be something. That or they just, you know, somebody had a, a turkey baster up in their damn basement, and they were like, this will go great. I've never seen it. And, and, the, and I don't know if it's whether it's the best part or if it's, like, the worst part. Is when she grabs the said turkey baster and then shoves it in his mouth, and then he's like gagging on it. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is a spitter. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've seen this before. <laughs> I don't know which is more horrific: is that he swallowed his own jizz or that it was old jizz that he swallowed at that <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude it, that that was the craziest thing in the, in the whole movie and that is what got josh to to watch the movie at all i told him that little story and he says yeah i gotta i gotta watch this i got i gotta see this and were you disappointed by it sir i uh, know sir i uh <laughs> top movie scene of 2016, <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> Best scene of 2016. I don't know what else came out in 2016, but I, I think you might be right on this. Sir, that has got to be the equivalent to Sharon Stone doing that uh, leg cross and showing her beaver uh, way back in the day, and everybody was like, oh, my God, I can't believe somebody did that. <laughs> I'd probably go there. I'd probably go there with you and agree with you on that i think so it's definitely it's definitely top five like sexual scenes of all time has to be uh you know i can't really remember too many scenes with a spooge besides uh silence of the lamb had some in it well just sexual scenes in in, in general like not even with spooge yeah involved yeah, i mean you'd have you'd have to go with uh under siege as being in the top five. Oh, uh, we would huh or is that just you <laughs> oh god this review is going south quick <laughs> well moving on <laughs> people are especially like new people that have never heard us before they're all like what the fuck am i listening to right now these guys have talked about semen for three hours now. <laughs> if only they hear like our normal conversations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
jumping into just our general impressions of the movie. Uh, I'll let you go first, sir. What, what, what do you think? I enjoyed it, man. Uh, I thought there could be an improvement in one or two areas, but overall, not a whole lot of improvement could be made. Uh, it kept me entertained the whole time. It wasn't like I was looking at my clock to see when this movie was ending. It had a, a nice little twist in it. The biggest thing I'd have changed is sometimes toward the end, they kind of overdrew the story. Like if they could have ended it 10 minutes earlier and it would have been an absolutely perfect movie. But overall, I thought it was a good one. Yeah, I would have taken like 10 minutes from the ending and put that towards the beginning or the middle. Because I do think this movie ended, like I told you, like 10 times. Like it's going to end... Yeah, you think it's going to end when she breaks out of the house and then, you know, the dog chases her. And then you think it's going to end when she gets back into the house. And then it ends again when she finally leaves the house. So it's like three or four different endings of this movie. I I personally would have preferred like maybe like 10 more minutes of like character development. Make us understand who these characters are a little bit more. Give us some more backstory. Because other than, I mean, you know what their motivations are, but as far as like backstory on any of these people, you don't really know much about them. Now, the only one they really built upon was the, the uh, Rocky, the chick. Yeah, they gave you a little bit of her uh, her home life. Was it? So I, yeah, as as far as that, I would I would have preferred ten minutes towards something else. The ending is my my only complaint of the entire movie is the ending. And specifically in the ending, I thought the dog scene was a little far-fetched in comparison to the rest of the movie. What about you? Yeah, that they definitely could have left that. As soon as she got out the house, it should have been over with. It shouldn't have been the uh, the dog scene because we've already seen them. You know, you'd already seen them have the dog scene in the house when they were getting chased in the house. And it was like, oh, here's a round, you know, 2.0. Like, I'm okay with the dog scene in the house where it's the guy, you know, when, when they put the crowbar underneath the door to when they finally escape the, the basement and the dog chases them throughout the house. I'm okay with that. It's the very end where he cha- where the dog chases her like a half mile down the road and then jumps on the car and then manages to get inside the car. It's just, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a little too far-fetched for me and that scene kind of dragged on a little too long. Uh, for my take. But that's, again, that all happens at the end, which is my only complaint of the entire movie. Yeah, that would just be, you know, being super critical, finding something. I agree. Yeah, yeah, if, if I had a nitpick. If I had a nitpick. Did you, like, get scared at all? Like, did it make you jump? Do you any jump scares on you throughout the movie? Uh, Sir, I'm not a girl. I did not get scared. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, me neither. I didn't, I didn't jump twice <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I I think the biggest reason I don't like scary movies is it really doesn't. I don't really get scared. I don't guess. I I don't I don't watch movies. I don't watch scary movies to or horror movies to get scared. I watch it for the themes that are in the horror movies and like the atmosphere of the horror movies rather than anything. Generally, I like the gore and all that shit. You know, I do think this movie lacked a little bit of gore. I think there were certain spots that could have been just like in your face gory. Uh, did you see that scene where, I mean, obviously you saw it, but you remember that scene where uh, that first guy gets shot 
and it like does like a close up slow mo shot of him getting shot in the face. Yeah, um, see that that was the one thing I could have been like, man, they should have been able to splatter cherry pie everywhere with that scene. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they they did a close up shot of that. It looked pretty fantastic. Like the the special effects in that were were pretty cool. As far as other gore, uh, I mean, you don't really see any gore in this movie. Uh, I'm trying to decide if adding gore to it would have have made it better. I'm not entirely sure the movie would have been better with with it. I think I think it's fine without it. Uh, personally, for me. Yeah, I mean, if I'm nitpicky, I'd, I'd say I'd like to see more. But, I mean, it didn't take away from the movie itself not having it. No. What you, would you think about the story? So it's a, a very simple story. It's kind of a far-fetched story, but it's a simple story. The, the kids break into this guy's house that they know has a fortune in there. They know he's blind, and they think they put him to sleep, and, but he's not asleep. And then while they're stealing his shit, he catches them, and then he basically torments them around his house, and then he prevents them from leaving. And then like, it gets a little bit far-fetched with the girl in the basement, and you know she dies, and then you know they're, they're trying to get escape again, and it's just like every time they get close to escaping, something happens, and they can't escape. And then he goes back, and when she escapes finally, brings her back, and then she shoots him, and then somehow he survives, and then that leads into what I'm assuming is going to be part two that comes out later this year in 2021. So what did you think about the story overall, sir? Uh, you know, some of it was far-fetched, but I don't know it worked. I don't know why it worked, but it, it did. It kept me entertained. I mean, it wasn't so far out there. I'd be like, oh, man, this could never happen. But everything tied in together in a way. Uh, with the uh, girl kidnapped in the basement, him not letting them leave, it, it kind of all tied together. So I thought it was wrote uh, pretty well. I agree. I think I think it's a an adequate story for what they were for they were what they were going with. The blind man aspect to it, which was one of the things that I was concerned about going into the movie, I wasn't sure how that would add to the movie. I thought him being blind, and then everybody trying to move around him because. Obviously, his other senses get heightened, his hearing and his sense of smell. He's almost like Daredevil, except not comic book related. Uh, he, I was curious to know how that would translate to the actual movie, and it would just seem cheesy. But it actually created a bunch of attention within the scenes. And like I was kind of on the edge of my seat for for majority of the movie because I'm like, what the fuck is going to happen? Is he going to? Is he going to hear them make a noise or, or whatever? And yeah, so I think that aspect of the movie actually really, really elevated the movie, in my opinion. Stephen Langman uh, acted his ass off. You would never have known that guy was bl not blind. You know, it, it was, he did an awesome job. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, like made I mentioned me, earlier, made it very believable. And then, like I mentioned earlier, his voice in the movie is is some of the creepiest uh, voice in any movie ever. It's it's pretty damn creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> as far as, I didn't really notice the score or the music or anything like that. So, I'm guessing it was serviceable in 
in the movie. Uh, it didn't detract me from anything. It also didn't elevate any of the situations for me as well, any of the scenes. Uh, as far as the acting, the acting is pretty good. I think my least favorite character out of all of them, and maybe his acting, or maybe he overacted, I'm not sure, is the, the original dude that the first dude that got shot yeah his acting was horrible I, I do agree with you on that one compared to what you know the cast that he was acting with that was pretty made his performance look even more out there and then i think we had this discussion uh before we got on the phone and it goes i guess we should talk about this earlier when we we're talking about our splooge but was the guy jerking off on the carpet or was he peeing on the carpet and i say his face yep. says he was splooging, but the way uh, the consistency looked, it looked like urine. Yeah, it did. But I mean, he's a young, he's still pretty young. So, you know, when you're young, it, it, it's like a geyser. <laughs> and, you know, once you, get old, once you get older, it's like a damn king of water hose. It just oozes out. <laughs> yeah you still nothing seven minutes later (laughs) (laughs) oh shit every every guy in america that listens to this is gonna be like that guy was so true but (laughs) he didn't need to say it (laughs) (laughs) he's out of line but he's right (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Ultimately, I love this movie. I was I was surprised by it, and it was in my watch list for for the longest time. And I I recommend you go watch this if you're into horror movies. And like I said, I may have gotten scared. I I got jump scared maybe twice in this movie. It, it was it was around stuff that I was like you kind of know something's about to happen, but they kind of play with your expectations just a little bit, and they give you that jump scare when you're not really you're anticipating it but they do it just enough to where it gets you and that's what makes a a horror movie truly great is when you know you're about to get scared and they still make you jump just a little bit just a little bit uh but i recommend i recommend go watch this if you're a fan of horror movies in general i think it's a great movie if you're not a fan of horror movies will you still like this i think you will I think it's still a good movie without the horror elements in it. It's not overly scary. It's not like the conjuring where it's like demonic possession and, you know, just creepy ass shit throughout the course of the whole movie. This is basically a stalker slasher film. When you think about it in that context. So, I mean, are slasher films even scary? They're not. So yeah. Uh, I gave it four stars. What about you, sir? I gave it the same, sir. I thought it was uh, great for what it was. I mean, I don't like horror movies. This had that element in it, but it also toted the line of suspenseful just about the whole damn time. Uh, yeah. The acting was awesome. Uh, I like it. Four stars, man. That's definitely worth the watch. Absolutely. This is the first movie that we've we've watched that is a good movie. I'm, I'm telling you, man, and that was off the cuff. We wasn't even planning this one. It, yeah, you just you just so happened to, to to watch it today, and then we started talking about it, and you were like, I, "I liked it," and I'm like, "Well, shit, do you want to review it for me?" I mean, I I was when I got off the phone with you, I was going to review it anyways, so you might as well just join me. 
No, yes, sir. I agree. So there y'all have it. Uh, also, this week, we're going to be reviewing the new movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead, uh, with Angelina Jolie starring in it. That's, that's on HBO Max. Uh, that'll be out this week as well. Uh, speaking of which, sir, speaking of HBO Max, have you heard the news about AT&T, HBO Max, and Discovery Plus? No, I have not. So there was rumors that AT&T was trying to sell off Warner Media, which owns HBO Max. So my initial thinking was, well, shit, am I about to lose my subscription to HBO Max because I get it through my phone? And so there's kind of that out there. But from what I understand, AT&T is planning on merging Warner Media and Discovery Plus. So it could be like this big ass giant app where you have Discovery Channel, the Food Network, HGTV, and then all your HBO shit as well. That'd be a pretty badass app. That would uh put it in a running to knock out Netflix. That's for damn sure. Give them a run for their money. I, I would pay, I would pay fifteen dollars a month for that if it had all Definitely. those I'd, all that. I'd venture to say I spend more time on HBO than any other other uh, streaming platforms. I like HBO. Yeah, HBO and uh, I've over the last few months I've gotten really big into into Netflix. And I say big, but I've I've watched a lot of movies on Netflix, whereas I almost never watched anything on Netflix. Just about it was it was basically whether I was going to cancel or not. But the kids, you know, they watch it every day, all day. Yeah, I just uh, I don't really remember the last thing I've watched on Netflix. Most of it's uh, Hulu, HBO, or Amazon. I can you know Amazon might be my least favorite out of all of them, if we're being completely honest, because I. I usually just go on there for like one movie and then like a couple months later I'll find another movie that's on Amazon Prime and I'll go watch it there. But for the most part, I just don't like they just don't have yeah, their a, biggest problem. It's not I don't think it's a uh it's a content issue. I think it's a it's an app issue. Like like user friendly interface of the app, I think is the biggest issue with Amazon Prime because it's hard as shit to find anything decent on there. I was just going to say that that's my problem with them is it is horrendous to use and find. You finally find it and it's like, oh, this one's not checked with Amazon Prime. So you have to pay for this one. It's, it's not very friendly. No, like they, they, they need a separate app for the, like I get why they have it both, both together. Cause you can just watch it, all your stuff on one app. But at the same time, I want to know what, and they have the option for free to me, but I, I'm I'm just nitpicking that little option, I guess. I'm just saying if they would separate it a little bit better. Whenever I find something on Amazon Prime, it's because I legit put it in the search bar and search for it. That was the only reason I found it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like on the other platforms, you know, you can get, come on there and it'll be like recommended to you because you watched this last movie. Yeah, and and they you give you like it. different movies. They don't give you just the same movies every single time. Yeah, rewatch. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I don't want to rewatch this. I already watched it, but I don't want to rewatch it again. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Maybe put it down for a rewatch after I've, I haven't watched it in like a year. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but don't put it in my rewatch section after I just watched it. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm not very friendly. 
But yeah, I recommend we both recommend going to uh to check this out. I have it on Vudu. I I don't know how much it is on Vudu. Actually, I can't look it up because I actually have the movie on Vudu, so I can't look it up. Actually, I'll try to look it up right now without me logged in. You have anything else you want to say about this movie, sir? No, I think we covered it, man. It was good. Check it out. Definitely check out it. And we appreciate y'all joining us for this episode. Uh, yeah, I can't look at it because it it uh, since I have the movie, well, let me look at it. Uh, as far as I always tell y'all every week what I would pay for this movie. I think this is a solid like ten dollar movie. It came out a few years ago, uh, so y'all know my my rules with movies that have been out for several years. I think ten dollars is probably the highest I would go. Uh, but ten dollars is great for this movie. If you can get it for less than that, then then fantastic. Uh, Thirteen. Oh, uh, I don't know. Like I said, this movie's been out for five years, so it shouldn't be more than ten bucks, in my opinion. But thirteen is probably the max I would pay for this movie. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd follow along those lines. I wouldn't spend too much because, I mean, once you watch it, you're gonna you're gonna know what happens. Who wants to rewatch that? But. Definitely uh, worth the money for the first time. That's right. Well, uh, we appreciate y'all joining us on this episode. Josh, I appreciate you joining me today, sir. And uh, we will catch y'all next time on another episode. Yes, sir. I enjoyed it. Laters.